Welcome to the Dr. Obedovinga Day podcast. Dr. Obed is a thought leader and apologist who speaks to life's great existential questions of origin, purpose, faith and destiny with fluency and grace. He is an author and the president of the Christ Cosmopolitan Incorporated, a vibrant apostolic commission that heralds the message of the fullness of Christ. Dr. Obed has seen his ministry soar to great heights over several years, touching the lives of many across the globe through his various ministry platforms. May you grow in grace and the knowledge of Christ as you listen to mind-renewing and heart-enlightening messages by Dr. Obed. Do enjoy this teaching. God bless you. Man of God, it's a joy having you here this evening. It's a joy to be here. God bless Full you of so grace. much, so much, so much. The avalanche of testimonies that are pouring in as a result of the teaching that um, you started us off, started us on off, it's been wonderful so far. So God be the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man of God, there is something that is synonymous in scripture pertaining to the matter of the stars. Whenever the discourse concerning stars come up, there is a unique reference that goes in type. Let's call the wise men. Let's have the wise men are following the star. Let's invite the wise men in the realm to decode the matters. Does the matter of appreciating our stars require wisdom? Require unique wisdom to make full meaning of it. Thank you very much. Wonderful question. Let's, as usual, pray before sure. I give my answers. Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. This meeting is yours. Yes. It's not mine. I have no choice but to say what you will have me say. In Jesus' name. Pray that your holy fear and reverence will engulf this moment in the name of Jesus in divine glory. Amen. Speak the word and let it start in Jesus' name. Pray, and I'm conscious that I'm always a blessing. In Jesus, name. let it be the same even tonight. Yes, Lord. I give you glory for the power that backs up the word with proofs. In the name of follow. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Testimony, signs, and wonders. In Jesus' mighty name. I give you glory that somebody is surely going to be set free yes, today. Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's wonderful to be here. Sure. And to talk about the stars. Yes. And to begin with your question on the wise that are called to decode the stars. You know that Jesus said in the book of Luke that the children of darkness in their own generation are wiser than the children of light. The children of darkness? Yes. In their own generation? In their own generation. They are wiser than they the are children. They are wiser than the children of light. Oh God, how does that play out? It, it, it doesn't make meaning. However, that is what practically is going on. It sounds like a paradox. Yes, it's really a paradox because the children of light are actually the stars. Yes. But then, the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. 
this actually speaks of the legal provisions of God and the vital experience of the children of God. The legal provisions. The of legal God. provisions of God for His children. And the vital experience. And the vital experience okay. of the children of God. Do you know that in the book of Philippians, the chapter 2, Paul says that in this wicked generation that we live in, he says emphatically that we, we shine as stars. So, we are in a generation where the children of God or the children of light are supposed to be the stars of the age. Okay. But then, according to the word of God, for one to be said to be wise, it is because the light of the spirit or the light of deity is found in them. For one to be said to be wise. Yes. The light of the spirit. The light of the spirit. Or the light of deity. Or the light of deity. Must be present in them. Must be present in them. Okay. So when you watch the scriptures carefully, you see that Joseph was accorded one that had the spirit of God in him. Okay. And Pharaoh actually said, will we find one in whom is the spirit of the gods because he had seen a certain transmission of light and understanding and knowledge that was at work in him now again Daniel was said to be wise because of the light which was an excellent spirit that was at work in him so the moment the spirit of God lives in a man or the spirit of deity lives in a man, it makes him to be a star. Now, understand that in the book of Philippians, he had already said that we should be blameless and harmless sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and a perverse nation or generation among whom we shine as lights in the world. The NIV or the New King James actually says among whom we shine as stars in our world. So, so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe. So this is the issue. There is a legal provision of God. And that legal provision of God, being the sons of God, we are supposed to shine as stars. But then, why does God expect this from us? Because in Isaiah chapter 60, we now come into the vital experience of the legal provision. So God has legally positioned his children to be stars. Legally. 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 That is the provision of God. But vitally, for our enjoyment and experience, we are supposed to do something in order to manifest the legal 
procurement that has been procured by God for us. Okay. So that means that there is a certain responsibility. Responsibility on the believer. On the believer to activate the legal provisions of God. Okay. That has been procured for him. All right. So when you read Isaiah chapter 60, he said, Arise, shine, for thy light is come. He didn't say, for your light is on the way. He said, for your light is come. Then he said, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But watch this. This is the legality of what God has provided. But the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. So, the Gentiles are not coming. The kings are not coming unless we arise and begin to shine. But we are not going to automatically shine unless we arise. Not forgetting the fact that the Lord is already risen upon us. This is the legal procurement. Okay. But we are supposed to arise. If we sit down, we will not shine. So as we go into the various manipulation of the enemy against the church of God, we will realize that one of the key things for which reason believers are unable to shine, one key manipulation is deception. 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 It is the key manipulation for which reason believers are not shining as stars. Now, to prove that, okay. in the revelation of Jesus, the chapter number 12, from the verse 1 down to the verse 3, he said, there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head a crown of 12 stars. Okay. She being with child cried, travailing in bed and pained to be delivered. There appeared another wonder in heaven. Okay. And behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his heads. Watch this. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven. Mm. His tail, his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven. So these were stars. Yes. They were in heaven. Mm -hmm. But the tail of the dragon drew the third part of the stars. Mm. We should understand that the book of the revelation of Jesus yes. were, was written in signs. Okay. So what does it mean his tail? It takes the book of Isaiah to explain to us that the tail is actually the false prophet who comes in with deception. The tail, the tail of the dragon. Of the dragon speaks of the false prophet. The false prophet who comes in with deception. With deception. Okay. So the tail actually is the manipulation that comes as a result of deception. Okay. And this we can see in the book of Isaiah. He speaks of what the head is 
and speaks of what the tail is. Okay. He says that the tail is deception in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 15. The word of God says, The ancient and honorable, he is the head. The prophet that teacheth lies, he is the tail. So we are seeing that the prophet, yes. who is into lies, mm. he is the tail. The prophet that teacheth the lies. The prophet that teacheth lies. Deception. He is the tail. So watch this. In this matter of astrology yes. the moment hmm. we have hmm. deception hmm. Hmm. creeping in to cloud our minds not to have anything to do with the stars hmm. it is an ambition of the enemy by which he has succeeded in pushing the church down and stopping the church to arise because when you read Paul's writing he says rise up arise and shake yourself of the dust arise shake yourself of the dust and the Lord himself will shine upon you okay. so we are looking at our responsibility remember that the tale of the dragon is lies and deception so if we live under the knowledge that God has got nothing in this dispensation for the church as it relates to the knowledge of the sun, moon, and stars, and that deception, it is actually a drawing down of the stars of heaven. So he still drew a third of the stars. He still pulled down a third of the stars. So instead of the stars shining by deception of thinking that we are not to meddle in star knowledge, we now are brought down. So the question is this, who is telling you you are not a star? And who is telling you you are not connected to any star? Who is behind that message that says to you, have nothing to do with the stars. Mercy. Listen, it is not a matter of you don't want to go there in scripture. It's a matter of deception. Hmm. It is not have nothing to do with the stars. Any message that tells you you should have nothing to do with the stars is actually a lie that is being peddled or sold yes. by Satan to stop the people of God from arising to shine. Typically, do you know that the word of God says in the book of Matthew, the chapter number two, that when the wise men, take note of this, yes. when the wise men came to Jerusalem, King Herod asked them one question. What time do you claim you saw the star? What was the time? Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, he inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. Then they answered and said that they saw his star two years ago. Mm -hmm. They saw his star 
He said, when they had heard the king, they departed and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. So this very star that they saw was not a star that showed that Jesus had been born because Jesus was not a baby when the wise men came. Okay. He was now a young child. Jesus was not a baby. Jesus was not a baby. Oh, okay. He was no, the, a young the stories child. that usually have been presented. Forget about those stories. In, those stories are just full of lies. Jesus was not a baby. Jesus was not a baby. Those Christmas stories are just full of lies. The wise men were not three. I think I've done a little bit of this. Yeah. There were not three wise men. They were wise men. Bible does not say three. Hmm. They were wise men that came to Jerusalem. The wise men were actually a caravan. Mm. According to the book of Isaiah chapter 60, mm. I think the verse 8 to the verse 9, they were a caravan of people as far as the eye can see. In the book of Isaiah, the chapter 60, he said, The multitude of camels shall cover thee, mm. the dromedaries of Midian and Ephah, all they from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense, and they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. I like how he puts it in the Amplified Bible, the verse 6 and the verse 7. The verse 6, he said in the Amplified, a multitude of camels from the Eastern trading tribes okay. shall cover you Jerusalem. Mm. The young camels of Midian and Ephah, all the men from Sheba, who once came to trade shall come, bringing gold and frankincense and proclaiming the praises of the Lord. That means it was, a, it was an extensive convoy. It was a caravan. Such that it could capture the attention of, of, of Jerusalem. Of Jerusalem. And watch this. Pastor, when the word of God says a multitude, he's actually making a reference to an accurate number that is not less than 5,000 people. Wow. So whenever you read the scriptures and you hear that and multitudes follow Jesus, it was talking about numbers 5,000 and over. Wow. So, and that is the rule of multitudes. Wow. Multitude is not a hundred people following somebody. I see. Multitude is people numbering in their thousands. thousands. Okay. Then the word of God says in the Amplified Bible and in the Message Bible, let's read both. He said, all the flocks of Kedah shall be gathered to you mm. as the Eastern pastoral tribes join the trading tribes. Okay. The rams of Nebaioth shall minister to you. They shall come up with acceptance on my altar and my glorious house will I glorify. Hallelujah. Let's take it again from the Message Bible. He said, and then streams of camel caravans as far as the eye can see. Hmm. Young camels of nomads in Midian and Ephah pouring in from the south from Sheba loaded with gold and frankincense preaching the praises of God. Hallelujah. And yes, a great roundup of flocks from the nomads in Kedah and Nebaioth welcome gifts for worship at my altar as I bathed my glorious temple in splendor. Hallelujah. This was actually what happened in the book of Matthew, the chapter number two. Okay. This was the reason why the Bible says in Matthew that the entire city of Jerusalem were put to fright. They became people that were like women. They became fearful because of the crowd of people that poured in. Usually we think that it was only King Herod that was alarmed. The Bible says that then Herod, when he saw before, before the verse 16, 
talking about the entire Bethlehem, the entire Jerusalem being afraid of the number of people that poured in. Please, can we start from Matthew chapter 2? Please, let's go. Follow me. Matthew chapter 2 from the verse 1. Let's read the entire scripture. Now, when Jesus was born okay. in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Okay. When Herod the king had heard these things, watch this, mm. he was troubled in all Jerusalem with him. That is the entire city of the Jerusalem. The entire Jerusalem was troubled. The question is this, how did the entire Jerusalem get troubled when the wise men only came to the house of Herod or Herod's palace? It was more than just a casual, normal, private visit. Yes. It was a visit with streams of people. It was a visit that numbered about 5,000 camels mm. coming in just to look for Jesus. It was a serious meeting. Wow. So please don't say three wise men. Mm. The wise men that came were actually streams of people. They were a caravan that came in. Okay. You see. Yes, ma'am. And so the Bible said, and when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, that tells you that it was not a simple meeting of just calling or two or three. He gathered all, all the chief priests and all the scribes of the people together and demanded them where Christ should be born. That means it's like there was a certain constitution cons of the Jewish like leadership. A visit that commanded a meeting of the parliament house. Wonderful. Wow. It was wow. like we being here in Ghana yes. and then all of a sudden we have probably um, Trump walking into Ghana with 5,000 soldiers Definitely. and claiming that he's in here to look for Pastor Ben. What a beautiful <laughs> event. It will happen in Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You see, that would command attention. Yes. And he comes saying that he has deep information for which reason he's come. It would call for an instant meeting Definitely. of the parliament house. That is what happened. So it was not a little meeting of three people working in privately, mm. nobody seeing them. It was serious. But watch this. The word of God says, when he came, the chief priests and the scribes had no clue. The children of this age are wiser than the children of light wow. in their own generation. The people who had prophecy, the people who had prophecy, the people who had the, the, Torah, the Torah, the book written about Jesus, were ignorant. They were ignorant. And wise men from the, the east, wise men from the east, journeyed all the way, all the way in crowds and came. Why <sighs> do you think it was so? Because the enemy has been able to deceive the masses, telling them, don't look up. Because if they were looking up and they had the Torah, they would have been able to reconcile yes, yes. that something unique has happened in the stars. Can we confirm it with scripture? So we are looking at what God has written about you and what the stars through the handiworks of God are saying about you. So there are most people, they seem to say that, no, you see, God gave us the Bible. 
That's, that is sheer ignorance. God gave us the Bible. God has given us the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is enough. You are listening to a people who want to keep you down. Now the question is this. If Holy Spirit is enough, what of the Father and what of Jesus? Holy Spirit cannot be enough. Holy Spirit is there to teach you. So what exactly would he teach you? He's there to instruct you. He's there to have a material to open your heart to. He's not the only thing you're supposed to have. He's not the only being you're supposed to work with. You're supposed to know Jesus. Yes. You're supposed to know the Father. Yes. You're supposed to know Holy Spirit. Yes. You're supposed to know the Scriptures. Yes. You're supposed to know the brethren. Yes. You're supposed to know the stars. Yes. Everything is all inclusive. Let us not take one and leave the other. I mean, there must be the whole counsel the of God. The whole counsel of God. We must not desist from any. Paul said, I did not mm, shun mm, from speaking to you and okay. making you know the entire and the whole counsel of God. <sighs> it's like somebody saying in prayer, the name of Jesus is enough. I don't know where this enough, enough thing comes from. And saying the name of Jesus is enough. In the name of Jesus is not enough. It is a tool that has been given to you. It's like saying that, a carpenter saying that, um, having a hammer is, is enough for my carpentry work. If you it need cannot to cut be wood, enough. You can't use hammer. You can't to... use a hammer to cut wood. Everything saw. has its purpose. Then why is it that people actually go to the hospitals when they have problems? Why would anybody take their children to school? Because Holy Spirit is a teacher. Yes. Why don't you hand over your children to the Holy Spirit mm. so that he teaches your children mm. and stop taking your children to school? That's right. Because Holy Spirit is enough. Yes. He's enough teacher. Why do you pay a human being to teach your child? Mercy. Because it's all inclusive. Holy Spirit, yes, he can, but he will not. Mm. He can teach your child English. He can teach your child mathematics, but he will not. Because that is not his way of operation. You see it. Yes, and so we cannot sit back and sit and wallow in the dust and say to ourselves that um, whatever God will do, he will do. No, arise and shine for your light is come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The Lord himself has risen upon you. But you have to understand that you have a responsibility to shake yourself and arise. Man of God, this this is this is eye-opening. You know, Very. we we started off with a paradoxical statement of Jesus. Mm -hmm. The children of light, the children of the kingdom, compared to the children of this of world. Of this age. The children of this age. They are wiser than the children of light. They are wiser. And it's no wonder a Christian is signing a contract with an unbeliever. The unbeliever knows when not to sign the contract. The believer doesn't know. So he picks a pen and says, in the name of Jesus, I have signed. Mm. But the timing. The timing of this contract. That's not favor. That's not favor. The contract you are signing. So that in the name of Jesus, you are just speaking gibberish. What you are saying is rubbish. <sighs> because when we go through the stars, you will know when to refrain, mm. when to strike, when to react, when not to react, and all of that. But if you don't know, you are just there. And you see, Holy Spirit is supposed to teach you what you know, what the Lord has spoken to you. So if you don't have pre-information of what he's spoken to you, he does not even have a beginning with you. Yes. 
and now to take you into all the truth that you don't know. So if the Lord has made truth available, do you know that available truth? So that he takes you from there yes. into the truth that you don't know. Yes. It is so paramount. I mean, if, 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 if you're watching, wherever it is that you're watching from, you, you want to get anyone that is dear to your heart to sit down to listen to this teaching. For me, the part that is so striking is seeing that wise men in the East, two years prior to that time, they knew it. Had, had known, they knew Jesus had been born. They knew the king had been born. They had seen the star. They had journeyed two years all the way to Jerusalem. And yet, right They were wiser than the children of light in yes. Jerusalem. Men who had the Torah, men who had the scriptures, men who had prophecy, yes. the utterances of God, yes. men who had the tablets, men who had the inscriptions by the finger of fire, but yet they, they were blind. blind. They were blind. And man of God, it makes me ask, in our day-to-day -day living, could it be that many a believer finds themselves being like the Pharisee? The same way, like the... Like the chief scribes, the priests, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, we just have the literal word of God without spirit. And that believers are gaining an advantage. They are taking advantage and are pressing the right buttons and they are making a game of us. This calls for wisdom. Wisdom. A lot of wisdom. Wisdom. Great wisdom. Thanks so much for listening. We trust that you've been blessed with truth for life. Be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Obedobing a Day podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remain blessed. Shalom.